Folks, hi everyone. I hope everyone is doing great. This is Stephen McCabe from Nature Therapy Online, and this is season one, episode 12 of the podcast. And I want to thank you all for listening and tuning in. Um, what I would like to do on that note at the start of this episode is just say a little thank you um, to some people who've been getting in contact with me recently and um, just given me a lot of encouragement and given me great ideas and generally just being really, really sweet and letting me know that, hey, we're actually listening to this, you know, and getting something out of it, which really means a lot to me. So um, first of all, I want to say thank you to Sue for the lovely comment on my website on episode three of the podcast. Um, who said she really was so happy to find this and that it was something that she really was looking for. And um, I want to thank you for letting me know, Sue. I really appreciate it. Um, Candice in South Africa sent me a really lovely spiderweb photo. It's um, or was spring when I first got the message from Candice. We're just heading over into autumn here in Scotland. So that was a really nice reminder of how the seasons are changing into different states all over the world. So thank you, Candice. Um, I want to thank Benita from India and Rosemary from New Zealand and also uh, Deirdre from Long Island in New York, USA, who sent me some great ideas for um, for future shows and a really nice email. Um, and one of those ideas um, I'm actually doing today, which is um, a podcast specifically on a s sound, but more specifically on bird sounds um, and how the sound of birds really um, is, can be such a therapeutic um, activity just to listen to, but but also how different different birds sound. Um, I know I've talked a lot about birds on the podcast already um, because I think that they just... They're such fascinating creatures, and I think we take them for granted so much, you know. Um, and they're so diverse in what they do. Um, you know, the what the sounds they make, how they fly, how they behave, how they look, you know. If you think of a tiny wren or a sparrow, and then you think of an ostrich, you know, the the absolute diversity with in the bird world is incredible, you know, and and again, it's something that I talk about a lot, but, you know, the the, the fact that birds are the closest uh, relatives living to dinosaurs, I think, is, is, is so incredible. And I think you can you can see that and hear that in them somehow, you know, the, the, the something about the way they move, you know, they, they are like feathered dinosaurs. They're incredible. Uh, but this idea of of um, Deirdre's for the podcast was to specifically focus on the sounds that birds make. And I think that that was such a great idea. Um, so it got me um, thinking about, you know, different sounds and, and, and how 
they bring up memories and and feelings for us and and how diverse those memories and feelings and associations we might have could be. So I thought for a little experiment on the podcast, what we could do is sit and listen to some different sounds together from completely different kinds of birds and pay attention to what comes up for us as we're hearing. So not just, you know, enjoying the sound, but um, reflecting on it and and thinking about, well, hang on, you know, if, if, if these are the feelings that I get when I hear these birds now, then 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 perhaps those feelings are coming up for us as we're just walking about and getting on with our lives and hearing hearing birds getting on with their lives you know we we're, we're always being influenced by the sounds and the sights and the smells and whatever senses we use um of of nature and of what is going on around us so i thought this could be a little you know, a, a therapeutic exercise, but also a little experiment for us as well to see to see how we're responding to different sounds. You know, and you know, one thing before I move on to to starting this, um, just one little thought I want to share. Um, you know, or it's a theory that I would like to share, and that theory. Um, from uh, some, uh, you know, from some, I don't know if you would refer to them as scientists or historians or, or you know, evolutionary scientists, whatever the term would be for, for um, people who come up with such theories. Um, but it's believed by a lot of people that um, human beings first started to sing because they were imitating birds. So when, you know, early humans um, actually saw, you know, these creatures flying around us and just singing in the treetops, that we actually began to imitate them uh, to begin the, you know, the lifelong human love of, of singing and, and think how important that is to us. So I, I just wanted to reflect on that and and give you that image you know maybe you want to sit with that image for a moment and and just think how how that might have been what would those early humans you know if if indeed this was the case what would those early humans have looked like trying to imitate birds How do you think they they felt? And just take a moment to reflect on, you know, if this is true, just how much of our culture has been inspired by these incredible creatures and the sounds they make. So now, first of all, we're going to have the sound of a raven. And I want you to reflect on how you feel, how this sound of the raven makes you feel. 
What feelings are there with this sound? Any memories, maybe? How was that? Are there any scenes that come into your mind when you hear the sound of a raven? Is there any meaning for you with this sound? And now I want us to shift to a blackbird. How do you feel when you hear that? What kind of memories or scenes come into your mind? What associations do you have with the blackbird? How about this one? associations do you have with the owl? What feelings? What images come into your mind? What do owls mean to you? And here's our next bed. Accompanied with some water sounds, as usual. It's the seagull. One of my favorites, actually. Do you have positive or negative associations with seagulls? Ambivalence, maybe? Again, just take a moment to reflect on what you're experiencing when you hear this sound. Just one moment again. Before we move on to our next bird, our final bird, I'm quite enjoying reflecting on my own um, associations with these birds. They're so different for me, each one. And here's the robin, our final bird. 
worry about the scrambling. That's just my dog getting himself comfortable there. How do you feel when you hear this sound? Do you have any associations with the robin? Any times of year? Mental images? Just leave you with that sound for a moment. Okay, folks. So, so how how was that for you? I know that was actually quite interesting for me. How. I don't know. I don't want to kind of, you know, color your own experience, but my my experience of hearing so many different birds so close to each other, um, you know, made me realize the how quite how different my feelings and associations are with with such different creatures. So um so yeah, I hope I hope you enjoyed that little experiment. Um I certainly enjoyed myself anyway. That was uh, that was quite fun. So thanks again to to Deirdre in Long Island, New York, for suggesting that as a topic. Um, and again, I would really um, encourage you as a listener to get in touch with me and, and give me give me ideas, you know, because I do, I, you know, as, as we have done today, I really do use them and I want them and I value them, you know. Um, it, nature is this, you know, incredible thing that we are all experience in life and um, we've all got different perspectives and, and, and ideas. So please, please share. Um, so that's kind of bringing us up to the end of this episode, actually. So um, I've just got a few things I'd like to um, let you know about before I go. So um, on September the 27th, I'm running a free two-hour online ecotherapy session via Google Meet. So um, over video call, um, everyone is welcome to join. Um, it could be quite a small group. It could be quite a big group. It's totally free. And we're going to get together, talk a bit about um, how nature therapy works in an online context. And we're going to do um, some nature therapy exercises together online, which I'm putting together right now. And hopefully it should be really fun. So if you've had um, some, you know, um, you know, reservations maybe about nature therapy or ecotherapy and about um, doing it for yourself or about getting involved with it online, you know, this will cost you nothing and you can come along and try it out. So if you want to find out more, it's um, from 3 until 5 p.m. UK time. Um, and just go to Facebook and look for Nature Therapy Courses, not Nature Therapy Online, Nature Therapy Courses, and you will find me there. Um, or you can drop me an email on the website and I can give you the link. That's Stephen with a PH at naturetherapyonline.net. And also in um, October, I'm going to be running um, an online course as a group. 
So um, some of you out there have already been um, uh, getting involved with my online courses. So what I'm going to do in October is um, pull a group of people together and we will all do it um, as, a, as a unit. So if you're interested in, in that, go to naturecourses.info. Um, Otherwise, just have a lovely time in the next week. And I hope that wherever you are, whether it's autumn or spring, whatever is going on with the weather and the seasons, that you give your time, give yourself some time to really enjoy nature this week and to connect with it in, in whatever way you can. So um, I'm sending green hugs out to you wherever you are in the world and thanking you so much again for... for for listening and to for paying attention to nature um, and this podcast so thanks very much and take care folks bye bye visit me online at naturetherapyonline.net